What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of From Broadway to Belmont. I am your host, Krista Selms. With me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Kevin Koff. Kevin, jump in, say hello. Hey, what's up, Chris? How are you? Second time's a charm. Yeah, no, a little little technical difficulty (laughs) last time. It didn't look like I was recording, but apparently I was. But that's in the past. That's behind us. Big week of hockey since we last recorded. Um, Rangers finished up uh, a four-game um, four game stint. They got two more on the road before they're back home. I think they play six games within the next 11 days, which is crazy. That's, yeah. so, that's so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I think the Islanders played the same amount of games. We played four games, right? Because three against uh, we played, the Sabres. We played three and, three and four, so four and six, something like that. So mm-hmm. definitely no slouch. Yeah, no, but it's uh, it was it was a good it was a good run for both the uh, I mean the Islanders are still on a win streak, but it was a good run. Six games. Um, it was a good beauty. run for uh for the for the boys here. You know, three games, three wins each. You know, granted they were against you know not great teams. <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> to, say, to say the least. Yeah, I mean, I mean the Islanders beat up the Sabers by the score of five to two, three <laughs> three separate nights. Literally Groundhog Day. It was incredible. Um, uh, Matt Barzal, we'll just jump into it. Matt Barzal yeah. scored. Oh my god! Uh, you've probably seen it everywhere by now. It's everywhere. one of yeah. I mean, that was one of the nastiest goals I think um, so far this year. I've seen uh, p- potentially within the last like two, three years, maybe yeah. even five. Um, just an absolute like just I don't I like you. I didn't. I wouldn't. I didn't see it because I think the they, the Rangers were playing at the same time, or I just wasn't yeah, watching. They were playing and, at the same time. And um, you had sent you were just texting me all caps. You're like, Matt Barzal, goal of the year, and I was like, what? No way! What are you, what is he talking about? And then I, I look online, I see the gif of it, and I'm like, Everywhere. oh, 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 like that was. It's just like the whole the whole sequence is sick. Like he's he he goes in by himself. He's being covered. Who's covering him? By the uh, way, it was it was Ristolainen, which I think that was honestly the more impressive part of the play that he was able to fend off Ristolainen like that because he's like a Big guy, strong defender, but he he did out muscle him and out skate him before that. Then Ristolainen falls. He skates through him, goes across, goes across the uh, the crease, through the legs behind him to to put the puck in. I was just like, wow, incredible! Like, and Had the wherewithal to do that, it's just incredible. And he did it in the Islanders reverse retros. Did they even announce that they were doing that, or did they just like roll I- them? I didn't know until like the day of. Like there was, I, I went on Facebook actually, which I honestly never do, and I saw they changed their logo to like a dark blue logo. I was like, oh, I guess we're wearing the reverse retros today. Like that was the only indication I had. It's still so funny to me that they didn't change. They just literally made just it change navy the, just blue. change the color. Yeah, literally, that's like, it didn't look too bad. I mean, it wasn't the worst, ugliest thing. No, it, just, it looks just boring. And that's no, that's the thing. Like, it's yeah. not the worst, but it's like it's it's it ranks so low because they they just went off. Like, it literally felt like, and we talked about this. <laughs> geez, with like oh, episodes, seven, and episodes seventeen ago. weeks ago. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, we we uh, like like. They just kind of forgot that they needed to do this until the day of. And just, like, <laughs> just make make them darker. Just make them darker. Yeah, they just went to Photoshop and just like turned down the contrast pretty much. Like, but they didn't look too bad. But he did look nice scoring the goal on it. That's all I know. I mean, you went on Twitter and it was literally literally everywhere. Like, Spain check was NHL, NHL gifts. Anybody and their mother who wanted to post it saw this goal basically. Like, even I opened TikTok. I never get hockey TikToks, and it was the first, the literally the first video I saw was the Barzell goal. 
ESPN tweeted about mm. it. And speaking uh, of. Yeah. Also that transition. Transition god. But yeah, so, yeah. Barzell, Barzell is a god. That's that's the moral of the story. He's just he's been playing before we get to ESPN really quick. He's been this is the most confident I've seen him playing in his entire career. He's shooting the puck. It looks great. Passing it great. I mean, he's spinning off of guys. I mean, he's only twenty three, I think. He's he's got a lot of a lot of good years ahead of him, and this is just it's it's good to see Barry Trotz give him like a longer leash because in the past he made like one mistake and he'd be benched for a couple of minutes. So it's good to see him playing confidently. I think that and playoff run really helped. Sorry, go ahead. It's 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 also a little annoying that like there were thirty other teams that um could have had Matt Barzell this summer yeah. and all the GMs are just pussies. Um, <laughs> because realistically, if you had ten and a half, eleven million dollars just laying around that you weren't using and you needed a center, you could just be like. Oh, I don't know. There's what, 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 you know, what's your limit on the cap? And you literally just could have offered a dollar more and gotten Matt Barzell. So <laughs> someone had to have tried. I think we would have heard about it just because offer sheets don't happen that much. I mean, it's like, you know what I mean? Like, you're going to hear about it. Like, when, when Aho got offer sheeted by Montreal, like, it was the mm-hmm. talk of the day. But then, you know, Montreal basically, you know, I don't like, that's a conspiracy theory. I've been really into hockey conspiracy theories in the last like 24 <laughs> hours. And like, I feel like that might be a conspiracy theory to look into. Like, did like, are the Canadians and hurricanes like working towards like a trade at some point? Because I mean, never know. Can the Canadians help them out, you know, getting Aho at such a team friendly deal for however many years. But, um, but back to the ESPN point. So it came out today. I think you sent it to me first. Um, and then I was seeing it all over the place. Um, that it has been rumored or it's like leaked. It has not been made official yet. It's pretty close the, though. The, pretty close. Yeah, a lot of insiders and a lot of people that you know cover the game on a regular bit, like and get paid to cover the game, um, have you know basically come out and said that ESPN and the NHL have agreed to a, a seven-year deal to broadcast the NHL on ESPN, which is great for the league because one, um, as many people know. The uh, NBC uh, deal is over. Um, they'll probably resign with NBC, but it's just it's a little it's going to be a little different because NBCSN is closing. So that yeah, you know, I think that's the big thing. That's a big I, thing for them. So I think and, they're going to do what uh, the the Premier League is doing: move games to uh, Peacock, Peacock, which is lame, games. but whatever. I mean, I have it, so it's like I'll still be able to watch. But yeah, it is lame if you don't have it because you have to order you have to be you have to buy Mm. the basic plan to watch the sports i think um you'll have more games i think on nbc like the the regular nbc channel i think you're gonna have to though they're gonna have to i think drop some things or work out their scheduling just because you have that one channel i don't know what their other you know um channels look like because nbc was like their big sports channel so unless they are i think they might own usa network so they might be able to play stuff there in the playoffs they do it in the playoffs but i mean i feel Um, like espn is gonna take over like a lot espn is great for the league because you have all those channels espn espn2 um espn news um you know even the espn espn plus is getting big now too that's another thing too plus it's owned by disney so it's like you can maybe even get that bundle you can get the bundle it's just i think you know, if if God forbid there's ever another pandemic and they need to do another like 
COVID bubble thing. You could do what the NBA did at Disney and have ESPN yeah. coverage 24-7. So, I mean, this is, I think, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah, please, God, no. <laughs> it's going to be, I think, really interesting to see what the – I mean, we know how long the deal is for right now. So, it's going to be interesting to see how much – the deal is worth because that I think will indicate yeah. how much the cap will raise or stay the same yeah, for the it's time big. being. That's a big consideration. Like this is where they get their revenue and like all their, I mean, the TV deals are such a big part of it, but I, I, it's weird just cause like I'm surprised NBC kind of forced their own hand to get out of the deal. Cause like, I understand they're, they're big on Peacock, but like to shut down NBCSN seems like a, a big, a big move, but I'm curious to see I how it, Sorry, like I didn't get that move initially when they announced it. I was, Me I was very, I was very yeah. thrown off by it. Um, There's probably because, some like underlying numbers, but like it's it's just so weird because it's like the I think realistically NBCSN they they um they put everything they had into pushing Premier League on that yeah, on time. that you know um, service and. It was huge there, and it was like they really didn't push anything else. They just kind of played stuff. I mean, and it, it went Premier League and then like the NHL, but it's like just the the gap in uh, analysis, uh, personalities, um, just overall product, and like just what you're getting. Um, it was better in the Premier League than it was the NHL. It's yeah. almost like they didn't. It was almost like they didn't really care, um, but I know they did. It's it's just like if they if they pushed the NHL a little bit more, and it's also an NHL thing. I think if the NHL pushed itself a little more, um, they would have been able to uh, keep NBCSN alive. But I had read somewhere that I think that that was it was just like a channel that was just losing a ton of money for yeah, um, yeah NBC. That, that makes so, sense. Like I think they were just kind of like we're gonna cut our losses, especially with Peacock now. I mean that's been generating so much money for them. It's almost hard like not just not to get it just because it's like I didn't re- you don't realize how much NBC Universal owns. Oh yeah, uh, because it's like I go on there all the time. I'm like, how is this on Peacock? I know. And then and I'm like, oh, it they... falls under the Universal umbrella. And then you get like Disney. It's like, how do they own all this stuff? But it doesn't really surprise me. I guess that they're losing money, but also like streaming is like the future. Like. Sports we've and everything. We've yeah. we've reinvented cable. Basically, like Peacock and Disney Plus and Hulu, Netflix, whatever you want to say. I mean, I think cable might be relatively obsolete by the time this ESPN deal runs out. I, I, that'll be my hot take for the night. I think it, it'll like do well, but like I guess there's always a demand for live sports and TV. But I feel like people are more and more moving towards cable. I mean, the only thing I watch on cable is the Islanders and Seton Hall yeah. basketball. Basically, like that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah. My thing is, I if I'm not watching sports on on you know regular TV, I am usually watching reruns of shows that I've already seen. Yeah. Um, like I'm never searching for something new like on the channel. Or I'll watch like Food Network. Like that's literally it. Yeah. So I mean, like, like, I, like for me, I'm like, and this is we're already going off the rails a little, little that's early. Okay. Like eh, little, appet- little appetizer. <laughs> it's a little, a little tasting of the off the rails. <laughs> So when I move um, in the in in July, I'm moving in July for those who uh, care. Uh, I'm moving to Washington DC. <laughs> we all that's care. where my we all care. That's I'm moving to DC. That's where my job is. So I'll be able to see the Rangers play the Capitals. Go Caps! Go! You're becoming a Capitals fan, are you not? Yeah, I think that's from Broadway to to uh, Washington Street, right? Or what, mm-hmm. oh, Pennsylvania Avenue, Washington Street. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, continue. <laughs> 
I'm I'm hoping the Capitals become like trash within the next like five years, so their tickets just become like ridiculously. That cheap. would be nice. O- Ovi's could, might retire, so they could become garbage. Speaking speaking of becoming garbage, I fucking hate the <laughs> Penguins, dude. I just I just can't stand them. I need them to be just a garbage fire franchise tomorrow. Um, I cannot wait for Crosby to retire. I mean, excellent player. I I really respect him. I just fucking hate that franchise. Um. It's easy to hate when he's like so good. Like if Crosby was on like the Sharks, I'd be like, yo, this guy is like like amazing. It's like how I kinda like Tom Brady now that he's on the Buccaneers. Like I like him and I think he's like the GOAT, but like Crosby is just annoying because he's been in our division the whole time. That it's just like it's just it like they had Flurry for so long. They have Malkin, they have Latang, they have Crosby, they had Lemieux, they had Yager. It's like Every time that organization starts failing, the NHL just like pumps them up with life and they just go on these runs and tears where they're like so good for so long. And it's just like enough is enough. Let this franchise <laughs> suck. Let the city of Pittsburgh be miserable. It's like they had the Steelers. They, it's like all their franchises are good besides the Pirates. But it's like the Pirates it's like have, have – They're even had, like – yeah. They had Clemente at one point. Yeah, it's like, exactly. It's like, Speaking of conspiracy theories with Pittsburgh, you're like you're telling me that come 2005 – Mario Lemieux is going to sell the, or he was going to buy the team, sell the team. I don't know what the timeline is. Pittsburgh was about to like move to Kansas City. Yeah. And then they get walked into Sidney Crosby with Mario Lemieux buying the team. That's a that's a conspiracy theory. I don't buy into many of them, but I'll buy into that one. It was so, it was rigged. So I, I also will buy into that because on a on a separate note, I was listening to Chicklets a couple weeks ago, maybe even like a month or month and a half ago, and they had on um Flurry's eight or yeah, Flurry's agent. Um, the one with the infamous sword in flurries. Alan, uh, Alan Walsh, yeah, he's a, yep. he's a wild one. Fucking one, he's a lawyer. He was a lawyer for a long time before he yeah. became an agent. Which I think is I think most of them are, yeah. Mm-hmm. But he was saying that um, he's he is very anti Batman. He's like Batman does not deserve this job. He's like he's a fucking oh my moron. God. <laughs> he's like he's a fucking moron. He's like he's done a lot of good for the league, but a lot of bad for the league. He's like one of the big things, but because he said Batman became the commissioner when the NHL decided they wanted to get a commissioner. Um, I think the year before the Rangers won the cup. I think the ninety two. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think it was like no, was I was gonna say ninety three. Yeah. So the NHL, believe it or not, reached out to. David Stern and well he was like that's the guy they wanted at first they reached out to David Stern and said um we want you to be the first commissioner of the the league which is crazy to think that the NHL has only has never had anyone be the commissioner before that they but they wanted him to be the guy because um he's they were like basketball's dying um because when the Rangers won the cup, he was like, there was a Sports Illustrated, you know, the front page was the Rangers um, winning the cup. And it was, um, it was like, uh, hockey is um, is red hot while the NBA is ice cold. And I think this was like right around the time where MJ was getting kicked out of the NBA for a couple of years. Um, yeah. Or, quote, or quote, unquote, he technically retired. retired. This is the conspiracy episode. Yeah, I kicked out for betting. Oops. We're going to get so, hit. I'm so, put on us by the Chicago Bulls at this point. So, um. So yeah, they wanted David Stern, and he was like, "No, but I, <laughs> but um, I'll give you like my right hand guy, his right hand guy at the time." Is that Gary really Batman. how it went? I yeah. never knew that. I also didn't know that we didn't have commissioners before '93, and I didn't believe I didn't believe it when you just said it. And I looked it up, and it's true. They only had like Gary Bettman is the yeah. only he's the commissioner guy. the NHL has ever he's had. Him. <laughs> yep. So, um, yeah, Gary Bettman was. I don't know if he was like considered his right hand guy, but he was. I think someone that 
David um, Stern was like uh, it was like his uh, protege. He was basically yeah, kind of like, like deputy. Helping, maybe he was like helping him climb up the ladder to I think eventually either take over the NBA or find a role somewhere else, become the next uh, president. He was, of he was senior senior VP, so pretty pretty high up. He's pretty he's pretty high up there. Yeah, he was definitely within Stern's circle. Stern suggested him. The NHL interviewed him, and the rest is history. Batman's been the um the GM or the commissioner for, you know, years, decades at this point. And um, Walsh was saying one of like the worst things, one of like the first things that Bettman wanted to do was um, install a salary cap because the NHL had no salary cap at that point. And like, I think he wanted to do it before the 93-94 season and the players were like, no. And then the CBA was done the next year. And I think, what, 95 was a lockout year or something? Uh, Yeah, 94-95, I think. Yeah, I, I think 94-95. Something like, like that. that. It was yeah. it was right after the Rangers won the cup. It was like one or two years after the, the I think the it was NHL, I think it was ninety four ninety five. The NHL went to a lockout because Gary Bettman wanted to put a salary cap into the league, and eventually the salary the, the owners were like, it didn't happen uh, for like a decade either. Like, yeah. it happened in like two thousand five. Yeah, so eventually, um, there was a salary cap in the league, and it's all Bettman's fault. So, um, you know, so that, that's that's I don't know how <laughs> we went down that route. I don't hole. know either. But like, Gary I Batman, forgot. Penguins, he loves loves Crosby. But. Oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. Thank yeah. you. Okay, so yes, full circle. So why do we? Why do I believe in that conspiracy theory? Well, <laughs> you learn from the best. You take a page out of your mentor's book. Gary Batman has the David Stern connection. David Stern. 85 NBA lottery draft, New York Knicks, get Patrick uh-huh. Ewing, bent, uh-huh. bent card. This franchise, Mario Lemieux, one of the best players ever, he's saying, you know, I'm not selling, I'm not selling. How are you going to work with me? Oh, yeah, this kid that's been living with me for like the last two years, I'll take him. Here, I'll donate whatever. Yeah, there was something shady going on. 30 for 30 is going to co- uncover this in in within the next 15 to 20 years. I guarantee it. Um, Sydney, you know, you know that something <laughs> shady happened. It doesn't matter how oh, good you are, but 100%. you know something shady happened. Um, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta say something about this. Um, I think that was an early year of the, was the, what did the lottery exist back then? I don't know the answers to that question, but if it didn't, I'm gonna, I'm trying to think who else was in that 2005 entry draft. Um, oh, Bobby Ryan. Pe- uh, Jack Johnson. <laughs> Jack Johnson went third overall. So like Carolina, Anaheim, Minnesota, Montreal was fifth. I mean, some interesting landing spots for for Sid the Kid. Could have been Jack Johnson, but with Pittsburgh. But alas, here we are. Sidney Crosby's also scoring empty net goals tonight against the Rangers. All comes full circle. And Jack Johnson scoring against the Penguins. Yeah, first goal as a Ranger. How how that how that game go tonight? <laughs> Uh, they lost four to two, but I mean, if you take out the goals that the Penguins scored within a lot, with under a minute in the first and second period, the Rangers win that game. So you know, um, it is what it Fair is. Uh, I, I miss I miss Panarin a lot. Um, I wonder how you know, I hope he's doing well. I am too. I haven't. We've heard nothing since uh, Russia launched a full on attack that blew up in their face because it was absolutely fake. Um, and um, what else? Oh yeah, Jack Johnson has more goals than Brett Howden. So um, if That's Brett good. Howden, 
if Brad Howden is on this Rangers team at the start of next season, I'm going to um, – I cut my hair recently. I don't know if I mentioned it on pod, but I cut my hair for like the first time in like seven years. Kevin knows how it was. It wasn't like too, too long, but it was like if, if Brett Howden is back on this team, I will rip every hair <laughs> out of my head individually. Um, hey, future Seattle Kraken. He'll be uh, – it's going to be Hall centered by Howden. Yeah, Taylor Hall, Jesus. man. That the Buffalo Sabers. Speaking segue, segue alert. This the, I don't have anything to say about the Islanders this week. The only thing I have to say is that the Sabers like are just awful. They're something is just seriously given wrong up. with them. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, there's no pushback. They give up a goal, and their whole team just like deflates and like did they just don't care anymore. Like the Islanders scored. They're up one nothing. I think Islanders scored. I don't know if it was the Barzell goal game, but like they scored one and then they scored two more goals within like a minute. Like the Sabres just absolutely deflated. I mean, I'll take the three wins, five to each, six game win streak, eight game point streak. But I mean, I, I wish I had more to say about the Islanders week, but it was just the Sabres, I think, just being just flat out awful. They played one good period out of nine, like one period where the Islanders got outplayed. And it was the third period of the last game, but they still won. So. It is what it is. I mean, just a weird week. They're just so you would, bad. <laughs> you, you would you would think that the Sabres being in the situation they're in would have the mentality of hungry dogs run faster, but they are not. They are just they, compl- they are just no like, hope. No hope. Giving up. You know, they just they're another dog analogy. They just roll over and let you pet their belly. They just <laughs> they they just want yeah. rubs. Like everything goes wrong. It's crazy. Like Jeff Skinner breakaway flubs it. Taylor Hall breakaway falls down. It's like, oh my God. Jeff Skinner just scores first goal, so good for him. But I mean, yeesh, like just no zero pushback from them. It was uh it, it's just it, it was unbelievable to see. I've never seen I haven't seen anything like it like recently. What's the GM's name? Kevin Adams. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna fault Kevin Adams. I think it's more. No, 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 no. I think no, has the, to go. The, yeah, the, no, I know. The but. point I'm making is, if I'm him, I'm just like, um, yeah, fire Kruger, and then start yeah. calling other teams and seeing, hey, do you guys need a GM, assistant GM, <laughs> an executive? He just he should just try to get in somewhere else, and then just tell the what is it, the Pagulias, whatever. Uh, Pagulas, Pagulas, something like that. Yeah, have them on the bench. Be like, you guys can run the team because you guys have been running it for a long time, and you, you just this is this is your problem now. I mean, at this point, yeah, um, blow it up, just it's blow just, it up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you. I had I had mentioned it last week. You were like, I wasn't a hundred percent sure if they should do that, but I think after seeing oh. it, you firsthand seeing it. Three so games bad. in a row. You just you just have to blow it up. It's it's literally like just get as much as you can for all of your assets. Trade Eichel, trade Skinner, trade Donnelly, trade literally everyone you possibly can, and just rake in the assets you can. Yeah. Rake I in keep prospects. like I keep Cousins and I keep Dolly. Like those are the two I keep basically. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, it's just it's just everything else is so bad. I mean, you could probably get a decent. You, I mean, you're gonna get a big haul. You would hope for Eichel. Um, Hall is gonna leave. You, you don't. You don't have to worry about that. Skinner, you might be able to get a decent haul for at least some good prospects or maybe some picks. Um, I, I, think, I don't think at this point. I mean, I think I think his contract is just too bad. But uh, yeah, no. I mean, it sucks, but it's it's also like, and, but like my thing is, it's like GMs in the NHL are so stupid. It's like they're they're gonna make bad trades just because they want to make bad trades. Um, so like. Like and we had mentioned it a couple of pods ago, where it was like, you, you the blockbuster trades don't happen, and that seems to be like the consensus that everyone is like saying these blockbuster trades don't happen. And 
I'm hoping it does because it opens the floodgates to have more of these trades happen. And then with the ESPN deal, it's like it's like you kind of become like this new, not the new NBA, but you kind of become an NBA-esque league or an NBA light where it's like you get the blockbuster trades, you have the you're being covered on ESPN. Um I think if you let the players be more like themselves and you have them I, I think the Please. ESPN deal is going to is going to bring out a lot of the personality in a lot of these guys, um, which just is good. Enough too. of this like just standard cookie cutter BS answers and like let the guys dress how they want, let them answer how they want, let them act how they want. Like, come on. But um the big thing that happened, I think, over the weekend or um today or yesterday was Eichel is out. Uh, today, yeah. Eichel is out, upper body injury. Long term, potentially. They long, apparently long it's term. a it's a reoccurring injury. So they're they're not sure what the timeline is yet, but I guess it kind of makes sense. It, it's been a weird couple weeks because Kruger said he was injured. I was like, no, I'm not. Like, what is this guy talking about? And now he's injured, and it might be a long term. It's like, I mean, it just speaks to the mess, I guess. But so grab your tinfoil hats, everyone, because we're entering the conspiracy theory again. What could this long term, you know, injury mean? <laughs> he's, just, he's just hurt. <laughs> what could it mean? It could mean a lot of things. Is he getting traded? <laughs> Perhaps. Could mean Perhaps. he's hurt. <laughs> it, it could mean he's hurt. And it probably uh, does mean he's uh-huh. hurt. But I'm going to look at it. I'm I'll going you, down I'll this you, rabbit hole. I'll let you put it on the hat. I'll, I'll let you put it on the hat really quick. I'm going down this rabbit hole. You know, I, I'm not weighing – I'm not completely saying the reality or the, um, the world we live in that could be that – the Sabres have verbally agreed to a trade with a team, whether it is the Rangers or the Kings or any other of the 28 teams they didn't name, um, even though most of them don't have the assets to make that trade. But nonetheless, could it be in the verbal agreement, this other team, let's call them Team X, basically says, we'll make the trade. But we want to make sure that Jackie Boy isn't hurt or doesn't get hurt playing, you know, garbage hockey with your garbage franchise. So you're going to tell everyone he's injured long term, have him quarantined for two weeks in his new city. And then everyone says, oh, the trades happened. He comes out. Oh, look at me in this jersey. It looks so cool. La, da, 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 da. I'm not saying that. You know what that sounds like, though? It sounds like a Wu Wen Row, like Italian mob move. So, that's what is, I mean, are you saying dude. Jack Eichel to the Islanders? Like, I, that's what I'm hearing from this conspiracy. If if Jack Eichel's going to the Islanders, you have to say goodbye to Matt, Matt Barzell because that's basically what that <laughs> trade is. Like, it's going to be. I thought you were going to say Matt Martin. <laughs> no, no, they might throw him in there, be like, oh, yeah, Matt Barzell and Matt Martin. <laughs> <laughs> like, Matt Barzell, Matt Martin. Yeah, exactly. But. <laughs> Now, Matt That's... Martin's been playing good. I can't complain about Matt Martin. But anyway, back to the back to the conspiracy. I would actually love if Bob McKenzie tweeted like – or Elliot Freeman tweeted, oh, I go to New York, like done deal. And then it was like the Islanders, like just just to just set up pure spice. That would spice. make me sick to my stomach. It's never going to happen. Also, we, don't have, we don't have the assets for it. But it, like it would also just be sick if like McKenzie or uh, Freeman just like tweeted like Eichel is done deal, can't reveal – anything yet like oh my nothing's God. been signed the, like that was like in the verbal, world to a panic like ver- verbal agreement has been uh i can like imagine you like elliot friedman 31 thoughts begins uh can confirm 
Buffalo has made a verbal agreement with the team, shook hands. Um, contract hasn't been signed yet. Eichel has been traded. He Can't should reveal that, who like, yet. Dot dot dot. All he should have like thought twenty six, like all the way at the end, just to just to spend uh, send everybody into a panic. You know he's gonna have to rebrand soon. Friedman. Oh, facts. Thirty. I mean, he did when Vegas came to the league. Exactly. Thoughts. So it's gonna be his thirty two thoughts now. Thirty thirty thoughts always sound the best, but I can get behind thirty two. Thirty one just doesn't strike me correctly. I, I I think I'm used to it at this point. I just hear thirty one thoughts, and I'm just, I, I yeah. immediately think Friedman. I don't think of anyone else. So it's, it's a good just brand. Like, it good is brand. a good brand. It's 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 such an it's such just like this ingenious thing, and it's like it's that's like so a lot of things. Easy. It's just yeah. such this like this little idea that really anyone could have thought of, but it's just like just because who he is. Um, I like bearded Friedman more than I like on mm. like clean yeah. shaven Friedman too. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that's a hot take, but just like quor- quarantined Friedman was like with the just like the mountain yeah. man beard was was sick. You know, clean shaven. You know, Friedman. It's not like he's bad, but um, I, I don't know. I just, I just like him when he's all grizzled. But, uh, but yeah, no. Um, Thirty-two thoughts. But, um, yeah, I, I, like, it's, it's definitely interesting. The whole Eichel thing. Yeah, is he probably hurt? Yes. <laughs> yeah, he is probably hurt. The logical person in me is saying yes. He is hurt. <laughs> stop, stop trying to convince yourself otherwise. But the hopeless optimistic in me, the the true New York Rangers fan in me is saying, is he hurt? Question mark. Is this, is this a ruse? Is this, you know, who has a trade been made and the pe- people who traded for him are like, we want him playing here night one the day he can. Um, and we don't want him playing – and and potentially getting hurt because that that kills a team like if you make that trade and you can't like one it makes no sense for anyone to trade for eichel during the season unless he's like absolutely 100 percent demands a trade or he's like i'm just not skating take all my money i've already made enough like you could take whatever you want at this point um but it that like kills a team if you make that big of a trade with you know, if it involves players, prospects, picks, and then the guy comes over and it, or, or like right before the trade happens, it's like, oh, he gets hurt. Like, what What do you do if I'm the Rangers, you know, or if I'm any team, I'm like, oh, OK, hold on. I'm trading for a hurt guy now. OK, hold on. I got to I got to take back at least one asset because now I don't know what his timetable looks like. I can't have him anymore. We were supposed to be on like a cup push or whatever. So it's definitely interesting. Um, but, you know, who who knows with the Eagle situation? They're going to be even worse without him. I mean, that's Sabres all, that's all I know. Blow it blow it all up. Um, it was so fun playing them three times. I'm only I'm sad we only have two times to go. It's it's a real shame. I mean, he made everybody and really kickstarted the fourth line, which was great. I mean, it's a shame to see them uh, to see them go from mm-hmm. that series. But like everything, we move on, and just like that, we'll be moving on on this show. Um, so yeah, kind of just kind of wrapping it up, main show wise. Other um, nothing else really happened in the Rangers. I know, you, yeah. I mean, you guys played the Sabers a couple of times. Um, the Rangers played the Devils a couple of times, and the Sabers once, um, yeah, went on a three-game win streak against the Sabers, Devils twice, two-game losing streak against Pittsburgh. But like I mentioned, um, we're just about at the um, the halfway point here. But um, that's crazy. That's, that's, As the season's going by so fast, it feels like. 
Mm-hmm. Already, already March. Already almost daylight savings time. I mean, halfway through March, trade a big about a month to the trade deadline. That's big. I was just about to ask, like, when is the uh, trade I deadline? Like, I think like mid April. I'm not expecting. Think... I'm not expecting so, too much. So I guess I guess we'll save the one section I was going to bring up for next week. Mm-hmm. But I guess thinking on the fly here now, I'll ask this question because it's a little easier to get through. Um, halfway point think about just league wide who do you think gets traded and why that's a good one i i because one i don't think any canadian team makes a trade because the quarantines are like so different and everything yeah you're not gonna see any like canadian to american trades that's a good point I think that my number one is like Eric Stahl. Like he, he's definitely just not going to be in Buffalo very much longer. Like he, I think he's on an expiring deal. Like he didn't want to be there in the first place, and he's he's going to want to play for a contender. He's in his late thirties already, so that's that's the name that jumps right out to me. I mean, I don't think the Islanders would go after him. I don't think the Rangers would go after him again. That's a throwback and a half. Oh my goodness, I forgot he was a Ranger. But I would love to see how many people have E Stahl jerseys. <laughs> like Rangers jerseys, like yeah. If they, they when have. they trade for him, it's like oh, it's so hype. Like he's gonna be great. They didn't give up too much for him, to be fair. But I wonder who that pick turned out to be. I'll look it up while you. Who do you think? Like, do you have any names that pop into your head? No, just because I kind of thought all this thought this question on the fly. But yeah, um, I don't see Malkin getting traded anytime soon, especially since the Pit- Pittsburgh's playing really good no. hockey right now. Oh, yeah. The the <sighs> stall trade didn't really. It didn't turn out to anything. I mean, they got Arthur. Kayam Kayamuov and Luke Martin, like and Sorella wound up getting traded to the Blackhawks. So it was kind of a lose lose for both teams, I'd say. Um I mean the Sabres may trade Hall to a contender if they're just like we need to start offsetting stuff now. I mean Hall's on a pretty team friendly deal at Eight million, you know, for the caliber of player he is. Yeah, he's um, on. He's on the TSN trade bait list. I just pulled it up. It was from uh Frank uh, Frank Cervalli, and the top five are Matias Ekholm, defenseman on Nashville; David Savard, who's a defenseman on Columbus; Tony D'Angelo. Always forget about him. Brandon Montar, who's on Buffalo; Taylor Hall, who's on Buffalo, and then some other guys like Vertan and Bobby Ryan, Tanner Pearson. Vince Dunn is twelfth. He's up there. So Rangers could pull the trigger there. Uh, Mark Stahl's 14th on the list. Uh, so some some interesting names. No, nobody big, I feel like. I mean, Ekholm's a good player. Stahl's a good player. But I don't think we're going to see many trades this year, to be honest, which is a shame. I think you'll see more trades and more moves in the offseason. Oh, with, for sure. With the see, expansion trial yeah. on the horizon. Everyone's um, going to be scrambling. I am still a proponent for Vince Dunn to the Rangers. I'm a pro- proponent for Jack Eichel to the Rangers. Um, two, two good moves. Make it make make it make it work, and I can be a happy camper. Um, yeah, but I think if if the Sabers really want to like get ahead, of someone had Clayton Keller up on their list. Yeah, for he's trade. he's supposed to move on too. That's uh, they. But my thing is like, the, I don't the, think the, they the logic move on was, from him. Yeah, but everybody's saying it though, and the logic was like, oh, they don't have any draft picks in these upcoming drafts. But like, why would it, why would you give up a twenty three year old Clayton Keller to get draft picks back? I don't know. I thought that was strange, but I think it's possible. You're like making them. You're you're doing it. You're that's a big brain move. Yeah, that's like a galaxy brain move where it's like, oh, <laughs> literally, we're, we're we're we need the picks back so we can have prospects. But it's also like you have a young player now, so it's like, Who's why not trade? Yeah. Why not you trade the older players and just at least like get 
mid round picks as opposed to think. first round. It's like you're yeah, you're trading away someone that's twenty three to get players that are younger, but it's like you already have someone that's established. Why take a gamble again? One step forward, two step back. Exactly. So I don't know. I, my guess would be Hall gets traded. I think he's probably yeah. Like, Get me the fuck out of here. Put like, me on. A, put me on a contender. He he's like besides that one hard season, his value is really dipped. I think he's gonna have a much cheaper contract than people think this off season. Well, he's on pace for him because he was yeah. he went he really he bet on himself. He took it. He took a deal where he was like, oh yeah, I'm 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 gonna play great this season and really shine and um basically get my value up and he did not do did, that but. did the literal opposite so hey maybe it'll help the islanders maybe they'll not be able to sign him but who knows they're probably they're playing good right now so we'll see right, but that's uh, we'll some trivia yeah, yeah nice short nice short episode yeah not uh not not too much going on i'm not feeling great find out on thursday if i have a uh, good old mr covid joining chris formerly but uh i don't think well, I, I i don't think i do but you never know well we'll see uh but yeah you want to do some trivia? last words probably yeah, famous facts. last words that's also facts but you want to go first or uh, or me um i'll go first i think or did who went first last week i always forget i think it was me so you can go for all it right. all right so back in Tuesday. 1932 go for it i was just making fun of the is it really yes it's a 1932 question <laughs> Like, like, actually, what te- <laughs> what Rangers forward was named the NHL's first All Star team in 1932, 33? Are you season, kidding me? 33, 34, and 34, 35. <laughs> that was a total shot in the dark. That was just me making fun of the calendar. Holy, what the hell? The calendar was listening, and it's that like, was incredible. Whoa. That's like that's like what you did. That I finally got one. You always get those random questions right and the random guesses <laughs> right. So I finally got one. Thank goodness. People probably think this is like set up when we do this, but it's really not. But uh, all right, I would have no though. idea. Yeah, yeah. Please. It was um, it was uh, yeah. So, uh, what Rangers <laughs> forward was named the NHL's first All Star team? Uh, to the NHL's first All Star team in nineteen thirty two, thirty three, thirty three, thirty four, and thirty four, thirty five. It was Frank, uh, Butcher or Boucher. It's it's not spelled Boucher. I don't know. This happened over eighty <laughs> years ago. So. Or ninety years ago, so um, don't care. Um, <laughs> Wednesday, March tenth. Fact: On March tenth, nineteen fifty-seven, Andy Bathgate had two goals and two assists in the Rangers' four-one win over the Detroit Red Wings. Suck on that. <laughs> uh, March eleventh. Trivia: Name the three players who scored thirty-three or more goals for the Rangers in the nineteen ninety-two ninety-three season. Uh, I don't even know if Gretzky was on the team at that point. I don't think no, he was. He was on the team in the late nineties. Uh, Messier. Uh, I don't think he was on the team either. <laughs> I have no idea then. <laughs> or no, I think he might have been on the team Maybe. at that point. Um, it was uh Mike Gartner, Adam Graves, and and um Tony Amante before they traded his ass. I probably should have got those first two, but that's okay. Um, I'm just gonna finish the week. Yeah, why not? Fact. All right. Friday, March 12th. On March 12th, 1952, Wally – oh, jeez, I don't know how to pronounce – I'm just going to call him Wally H. Had three <laughs> goals and one assist against the Rangers in a 10-2 win over the Chicago Blackhawks. Oh, Hawks. my God. Casual 10-piece. Mm-hmm. And then rounding out the week with a little more trivia, 1954. Oh, yes. 
on March 13, 1954, who scored four goals in the Rangers' 5-2 win over the Detroit Red Wings. Camille Henry. Don't know who that guy is. That's a problem with this calendar. I don't <laughs> like a lot of these facts are cool and the trivia. Like the yeah. trivia when it's more modern is fun. But the mm. trivia when it's like, oh, who in nineteen? I don't. I don't know, dude. This happened forty years before I was born. Literally, like no idea, like any of these people's names. Like the sign on your calendar woke up and chose violence against the Detroit Red Wings this week. Like I think that was like two or three Detroit Red Wings slandering facts, but. That was my observation. Suck on that, Detroit. <laughs> but yeah. Sorry we robbed you in this year's uh, draft. And, th- and now the NHL wants to change the rules. <laughs> After Edmund, you know, the Rangers winning first and second two years in a row or two two years, yeah. they, get, they get lucky in the lottery. But Edmonton wins the first overall pick for like four years, like every other year, and gets Yakupov, Bust, uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Taylor Hall, not on the team anymore. Um and, and McDavid, but no, we're not going to change the rules for them or Pittsburgh. You know, when they went, this NHL's weird, dude. <laughs> they just hate the Rangers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can always, we can chat about that next week. I kind of forgot that happened, but uh, we'll, we'll see. It's not finalized yet, but when the rules get finalized, we'll have to talk about it. But, That's uh, the rumor. Fuck. Yeah. That is the rumor. But uh, I'll just do two quick ones. Uh, well, this is probably a Islander fans look at this one. I don't know if you will, but which Islander scored the penalty shot goal in game four of the Stanley Cup playoffs quarterfinals against Toronto? It was Sean Bates. Absolutely electric goal. Uh, if you haven't seen it in a while, which you probably haven't, go watch it on YouTube. The call is absolutely rocking. But a more topical question um, Who replaced Joe Micheletti in the New York Islanders booth in 2006 2007? The answer was Billy Jaffe, who later got fired for saying, like, I think he was like, he was too negative towards the Islanders, but I did ask that question because thank goodness we got rid of Joe Micheletti because I really do not enjoy him as a commentator personally. But it is wild to think that he went to the Islanders and Rangers. Yeah. Um, I don't hate Joe. I do like sometimes his analysis annoys me, but most of the time it doesn't. I think he does a better job on NBC or mm-hmm. SN. Because he does, he's just non-biased, and it's more just like analysis. His Homer bias sometimes, like he does a better job, I think, at breaking down plays and what's happening, especially in like goals. As Sam just like doesn't know what's going on sometimes, <laughs> so I think it's good to have Joe there. Um, I do think the Rangers broadcast team has better people to like. I would love if. John Gino and Steve Alicat just became the color com- commentary guys instead of like the intermission guys. I would I would love that. I think or if it was Steve Alicat and um, Dave Maloney. You know, yeah, Alicat's a great analyst. He is. Um, even Kenny Albert, I think he does the radio too. Like I mean, he does NBCSN games, but I think if Dave Maloney got the call up to do um, color, I think he should one hundred percent do it. I like him on on the radio when I'm listening. But um, yeah, Steve Alicat, John Ginone, uh, even Bill Pito, no, no cap, no kizzy. Uh, uh, I can't believe he said that. And then he said, "Do you see he tweeted out uh, something about like my slime like after the game?" I was like, "Oh, oh yeah." Goodness. He said, "Praise be too for all those, <laughs> for all those Church followers. of Kako, yeah, Church of Kako. <laughs> oh my goodness, I can't believe he said that on live TV. He's 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 now a member of the cock, dude. So. <laughs> Um, you just gotta, you just gotta let it live. No cap, no kizzy. I can't believe he said that either. 
Um, <laughs> just absolute, absolute mad lad. But, Speaking um, of Rangers announcers, I just went back. I was searching for it. Wes, I was like, have not paying attention. But uh, I think either I sent it to you or you sent it to like me. Like it was just something from Twitter or some tweet. I don't have the exact username who tweeted it, but it was a picture of Sam Rose and it goes, Happy Easter. Excuse me. That's Valentine's Day. Uh, yes, it, was, it, was, it was based. <laughs> I think it was based. Chetsy, based Chesty made a bunch of like memes. Uh, yeah. I sent so that to funny. My, it's so, so funny. <laughs> I, like I, li- that's like one thing I live for right now during Rangers games is just the Sam excuse me just to see like when is it gonna happen, like who is he going to like mess up like um when the Rangers played the Flyers a couple weeks ago I think one of the games went to a shootout um I think it was yeah it was the shootout game Capocaco and um Artemi you know scored in and won um Nolan Patrick got mistaken for. Hall of Fame pitcher Nolan Ryan, <laughs> and Sam hit. It. Sam called him Nolan Ryan. Then went, "Excuse me, that's Nolan Patrick." And everyone was like, "There's absolutely no way he confused <laughs> Nolan Patrick and Nolan Ryan." Like, it's not even close. Oh, a Hall of goodness. Fame pitcher who has not played in thirty plus years. But yes, um, casual. Love you, Sam. But. <laughs> Anyway, um, that pretty much wraps it up for this week. Uh, that's all I got. Yeah, that's all I got. Pretty pretty quiet week. A lot of wins. You don't get a lot of talk yeah. about when the team when teams are winning. When they're playing when good. Yeah, when shit's good. You 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 just you just roll. And you when know, things Rangers, hit the wall, that's when we that's when we get to complain. But Rangers that, are on a little bit a of a skid. Yeah, the Rangers are on a little bit of a skid, but Kevin's not feeling well, and I don't really care to uh, complain about them too much <laughs> right now. But um. So I'm just not going to, but uh, that pretty much wraps it up for this week. Thank you for tuning in again. Another successful episode in the books. Make sure you are following us on our Twitter account uh, for at from broad to bell. Um, we have an Instagram too that we're probably going to maybe start using again. I don't know. Possibly. We might. We, we should. Might we not. should really. We should really get on that. We're, we got to reevaluate <laughs> that situation. So. <laughs> We'll, well, we'll we'll come back happen. with a with a reevaluation. Um, we're we're gonna evaluate them in the next couple of days, and uh, hopefully we'll have an update for your next press yeah. conference. Um, <laughs> Sounds reasonable. That was my that was my uh, NHL <laughs> coach. Keep everything you know under wraps and not really answer any of your questions. Um, <laughs> follow our personal accounts. Uh, they're in the uh, bio for the uh, podcast account. Make sure you leave a five star review and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. Leave a nice review that helps us. Um, you know that helps you know the podcast spread. It works in the algorithm. People think about the algorithm. Leave a nice review. Think of the algorithm. Think of us. If you want us to do David Dobrik type deals where we're giving out Teslas, you got to leave a five star rating and a nice review. And then we could be the next David Dobrik's where we're giving out Teslas. But if you don't want that, then you don't have to do it. But I think you want a Tesla. You want to go to the Mars with us because we want to go to Mars. We want to record on Mars. Leave a five star rating and leave a nice comment and review. Tell your friends. They don't even have to listen. Just tell them, hey, go to this podcast, leave a nice rating, leave a nice review, and just say, these are, these are good-looking dudes. They do a great podcast. Do it. No, I'm not going to ask nice again, all right? I could have said better myself. I'm threatening, all right? No, <laughs> <laughs> do no more Mr. Nice Guy. Yeah, exactly. No more it. please. Do, yeah, do it. Do it, people. If you made it this far, you clearly like our podcast enough to hopefully write a review do it all right but that's it um we're gonna wrap it up uh 
Kevin's not feeling well. I'm tired. Well, I want to watch it. I want to watch some anime. So uh, go. I'm going to go. Kevin, do you have anything <laughs> else you would like to say nah. before we get off? I'm all good. Thanks for uh, if, if you made it this far. Thank you as always. But uh, yeah, we leave a review like Chris said, but that's all. Do it. All right, but that's it for this week. Thank you again for tuning in. Make sure that you um, are downloading the episode and make sure you're listening to this every Thursday. And uh, until next time, uh, we will see you around. Thank you again for listening and talk to you next week. Peace. Jump, 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 jump,